Welcome to the Finnation Podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together. Success does not have a definition. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm your host, White Dogannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back, Sim Nation. Today is really kind of a neat episode for a couple of reasons. First, I want to thank you for being a part of this journey, this podcast journey, Fem Nation. Those of you that have listened from the beginning, caught a couple in the meantime, back and forth, you know, checking in regularly, reaching out online, all of those neat things that come along with uh, putting yourself out there. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity to experience those. It's not often that we find something we feel deeply connected with, and podcasting happens to be one of those things for me. And I'll explain to you a little bit why. We've got a couple things to cover today. In this journey is where I have been able to find something out about myself, but also something out about so many, so many of the women that I have interviewed up to this point. So I, as of today, we have 131 live episodes on Femnation. And it's no small feat. I do have an amazing team behind me that does edit, and I've had them from the get-go. Super proud of them. Have connected a few of you to them as well. Uh, just because it's a piece that I knew I needed to not consider in order to be consistent. And in all things business world, consistency is key. But another part of it was that in various stages of the past 131 episodes that are live and a little over a year that we've been live with this particular podcast, I've learned more about what it means to be personally connected to your business, what it means for women to be personally connected to their business, for any business owner, for that matter, to be personally connected to their business just because we interview women entrepreneurs specifically for this particular podcast does not mean that I don't have the conversations with a lot of men entrepreneurs as well that are doing the same good work in their business. In that 131 episodes, I have interviewed many women from all walks of life, from multiple countries, from all over the world with different yet similar stories. And the reason I say different yet similar is because different in the journey being unique in and of itself, but similar in the fact that the unscripted questions that we ask each other, that we talk about, that we converse on inside of the episodes really come down to a deep, deep, deep desire to feel fulfilled in life and feel a deep connection to their purpose and being able to blend business and purpose together. And that's a hard thing to do. I'm going to recognize that right now. That's a very difficult thing to materialize, specifically because you don't just wake up one day and say, aha, there it is. That's the thing. It takes months, maybe years of moving forward and trying 
testing it out, but also being willing to not be stuck on pursuing something for the sake of the pursuit, but pursuing it for the opportunity to see if that is where it's at. Almost like feeling out in a darkness of what what specifically it is in front of us. Is, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? And as we do that, in an infancy stage of business, an infancy stage of business can be a multi-million dollar business as well, because there's a piece of being in business that is going to help you connect with you and ultimately help you connect with your purpose and, and ultimately connect you to your higher calling. This is life, life in general, guys. And I'm not going to bring that aspect into all of this at this particular episode, but we'll talk about that in the future. But in being able to take a step and then feel your way and say, oh, no, 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 I don't think that that's it. Or I think this might be it. Let me take another step in that direction. And then feel around there and say, you know, I'm not certain that that's actually where I'm supposed to be with this, or I'm not certain if that's how I'm meant to do this. And every single woman entrepreneur that I interviewed so far to date inside of this podcast may or may not have known that that's how they were searching and seeking. Whatever it is internally that is driving them towards something or to achieve something themselves or to help other people achieve something themselves. You know, all of these things are connected and at the very root of this is an awareness factor. And as I ask the questions of many entrepreneur women that I have in the previous episodes, and you can go back and just pick any one of those, I have found that they find more purpose. They have, through the journey, found more purpose, found more depth, found more of their calling, come closer to the excitement of being in business, the excitement of seeing all the things come together and the pieces, you know, start fitting where they're supposed to, if that makes sense. So in this journey of being in business, in this journey of being an entrepreneur, part of it is going to be a, a very much a personal development element. And I've said that in multiple episodes. Some of you that have listened uh, to quite a few of the episodes have actually even mentioned it in conversation that personal development and entrepreneurship go hand in hand because you cannot, you cannot grow as an entrepreneur without growing as a person too. I certainly have. And this podcast started because for the sheer fact that I did not have consistent long-form content. I was, had been in business, multiple businesses for multiple years. I was in the digital space desiring to have a digital-based business and had been grinding towards that for several years. And as everybody has put money towards figuring out what the missing components are, what the missing pieces are, I had a very, very wonderful pair of entrepreneur mentors that simply asked me why I don't do this. And it was because it was one more thing and I was tired. I was tired of trying to learn something and then have it not be the thing I was looking for, have it not not carry the depth or the weight that I was desiring to change my world, change the world around me, change those that come in contact with me with. And so in this discovery of uh, just a, a conversation that we happen to have, it really became clear that this might be my missing piece. And so I pursued it. And I can honestly, honestly tell you 
that I am in love with the podcast platform because I've been able to find through listening, through asking, through conversing, through giving, through receiving, through sharing, through authenticity, been able to find more about who I am by hearing more about who other women are and why they do what they do. So I am excited that you've been along this journey with me, and I'm excited that you are listening to this 130-something episode, but milestone, definite milestone of being diligent and listening to the innermost part of who I am to bring what I know I could, but I couldn't see it to deliver that to the world and be a part of anybody's change, a change, something, something bigger than me out there. So thank you for doing what you do. And thank you for allowing me to be who I am and build this podcast. But today I do have a topic and I want to bring a particular topic to you because I have seen this in the last couple of years, specifically, it's been a struggle that I had for a long time that our ideal client avatar methods, how we uh, come to them, how we spend time on them, how we you know, try to figure out what that is in order for us to validate what it is we're bringing to the world or what we're creating or, or the change that we desire so much to, to see other people fulfill by our gifts and talents. But it's the ideal client avatar that happens to be something that is short-sighted in the big world of the digital space, we lose a little bit of what that actual piece means. And I'm going to bring it together for you here in the next few minutes of how your digital client avatar actually needs to be viewed and is going to help you be able to create your digital product suite for ultimate success. And a lot of this ties in the missing pieces that we just don't see between what it is that we're desiring and what it is we're trying to create and what it is we've already created. So there's elements inside of being in business in the digital space. And and I'm specifically speaking to the digital space. We can take this and and dice it down to a conversation for uh, service-based or product-based or brick-and-mortar businesses for sure. But for today, I'm going to discuss this in a digital product aspect. The ideal client avatar method in so much of the teaching gets overlooked because it's something that has to deal with very the very core of who we are, the very depth of what we're bringing to the world. And the exercises out there, don't get me wrong, I've got one free for anybody that wants it as well. It's so top level. And I've never used it as, a, as something that I publicly gave out to put it out there either as a lead collect or a free opt-in or whatever it is, just because I didn't feel in love with it. And I know now the reason why I didn't feel in love with this because the ideal client avatar is not an individual person per item that you're creating, per product that you're creating, per digital product that you're creating. Your ideal client avatar is not one single person every single time. And we cannot go into this industry in this business saying, here's my ideal client avatar. This is who I want to serve. And then turn around and create something for the problem that we see inside of that ideal client avatar after we created that ideal client avatar. Two reasons for that. 
One, your business model is not sustainable that way. No possible way. You are not going to sustain a business by going out there and figuring out a demographic you want to work with and then trying to create a problem to solve for them. You will be able to get by for a period of time, but it's ultimately not going to fulfill you in the depth of fulfillment that you desire for your purpose and your calling. It's just not. Trust me on this. I'm sure that there's some element to that that you've already experienced, but I have deeply experienced that. I have gone out there and created six-figure business on doing something, you know, for a set of people that absolutely I did. I love the people, love my clients, but I did not love what I was providing. And so ultimately I get to a point, you know, I've got to a point there that I did not feel fulfilled. I was all the benchmarks of success, but the fulfillment wasn't there. The purpose was not, was not aligned properly. And it was an interesting paradox because in being successful with something, in having the accolades, in having people say you're doing so well with it, whether they, they see the ins and the outs or not, but the illusion of success, but also the financial contribution towards you know possibly changing my life or changing my family's life or changing my community's life, you know, the financial aspect of it existed, absolutely. But no amount of money was able to remove the, the, the thought process in my mind that this was not it, but yet I could not put my finger on it. So I moved away from that, obviously moved away from that business because in my quest to feel ultimately fulfilled in what I bring to the world and the change that is part of the purpose that I am called to bring, bring about which everybody has. Everybody has that. But in my quest to find that, I could not ride off into the sunset with that business model. It was not going to be authentically who I was. In fact, I was to the point where I just didn't even care about the business itself. I almost wanted to run away. I cared about my clients. I definitely, definitely, definitely do not want to lend the thought process that I don't care about my clients. And in integrity, delivering as stated. So the expectation of what was delivered and expectation of what was uh, communicated through the business connection, through the business transactions still needs to stay intact with integrity. Absolutely. That, that goes without, without saying, but we're going to mention it just for the sheer fact that it deserves something, you know, to be added inside of this. But in creating that business and seeing it go to that point, but yet not ultimately feeling the proper connection, the proper alignment to a depth of fulfillment that I was looking for was part of that. The other part of it, as I mentioned just a minute ago, that you know, two things, two reasons, is that it's not sustainable. You cannot continue to do something. If you feel connected to a purpose in life, you cannot continue to do something that is not going to be striving moving forward to that direction. It's not sustainable. So when no amount of money is able to make you stay in something that is not going to be able to deliver the, the depth of who you're meant to be, but also the sustainability factor on the business side of it, if that is what you truly desire, if that is the type of entrepreneur you truly desire to be, you're not going to be able to create an avatar demographic, build a business around the problem that they have, and ride off into the sunset, it won't happen. It can happen for some people, 
And that's where they potentially are in their entrepreneurial journey. So one, we're not going to take stock in who fits into this and who does it. This is for us to work on us. So as the ideal client avatar is flawed out there in the digital space, what I want you to consider is that there is a way to understand who your ideal client avatar is. And it's different phases of that ideal client avatar that you address in the different ways that you work with your clients. So it's one avatar all the way. It's not one avatar per item or per digital product or per stage of how you work with them. It's one avatar all the way through different phases of that avatar. I wrote a post about this not too long ago, and I'll link the post inside of uh, the show notes here for you to be able to reference. Um, But I wrote out an example of it. It's a long post. And I know that in the social media space, the really long posts are, you know, not looked on favorably in the algorithm, but I don't do what I do to game algorithms. I do what I do because it's what I'm supposed to do. And that's where I find a connection to my purpose. But let's say for this ideal client avatar piece that you are in the digital product creation space. And we all know that there needs to be not just one avenue of working with you in integrity for me, I wanted to have multiple opportunities for people at many different price points to be able to work with me at some given point. And so it's not because I'm trying to move people through a funnel, but it's so that the accessibility exists and I feel absolutely authentic and standing in my integrity with having multiple different ways to work with me at multiple different price points. It also gives me creative flexibility to allow things to be open at a period of time and then close them at a period of time, not with a traditional launch though. Let's not consider the traditional launch. Nothing that I do is absolutely traditional just because all of the traditional elements that I put into my digital business, there was some component to each one of those that I needed to derive something and create it differently. And so you, you give yourself permission to do the same as well. I want you to feel free to not have to do it as stated or as learned, but tweak it a little bit to find your space in it, but not in a traditional launch method. I found myself deeply, deeply convicted with trying to create a launch runway and it's, not saying it's not for everyone. It's not saying it's not valid. It's not saying it doesn't have results. It just wasn't my thing. And I did not want to go through ramping up for these big launches. I, at this stage of my business, because I can only speak for up to now, but even projecting the future part of it at this stage of my business, I didn't want to have a big, big, big team that can create all those things. I don't desire it to be that way, nor do I feel called for it to be that way. However, I do leave space open that that can change. You know, that can be a different stage down the road that when I get there might be my thing. But for right now, for where I'm at and for possibly where you are, a traditional launch method was not the same for me as I was seeing for others. And also because I just didn't want to do it that way. I didn't want to spend all that time gearing all those, uh, you know, wheels to, you know, fly down the runway and take off with, it just was not my thing. So giving the opportunity to have multiple different price points and products to work with me was really where my jam was at. So given that structure, 
And this is for a lot of course creators, a lot of experts on something, a lot of coaches, a lot of uh, people in this digital space that desire to create something and make a difference in the world, but are trying to find where that is supposed to be. One, let's take away from that avatar piece again, that you cannot go out there and create the demographic and then turn around and try to create a solution for them because you need to reframe that into what you want to, what you love to help people with. And as you go through the journey of figuring out what that is, identifying what that piece is, where your zone of genius is, where all the knowledge is at, working through all the personal development pieces, learning all the things, you will find something that is your jam. You'll find it. If you are diligent and at least putting one foot in front of the other on a consistent basis, looking for that, you will find it. You will find the place that you love being, the things you love teaching the most. And it's in there that then you decide from that point who your ideal client avatar is going to be, but not in the traditional sense. So I'll I'll address that in a moment. So for me, for instance, I'm going to give you an example that digital product suites and this is what I teach, and this is, this is what I coach through. But digital product course creators, digital product coaches, digital product experts, however you want to frame that particular industry, but it's in the knowledge-based industry, and it's bringing expertise and delivering it to an audience somewhere. We all know that the traditional thought process is to have a funnel, but as I was stating a moment ago, it's not in the funnel capacity that we're dealing with what we're creating. However, we want to have different price points, so let's reframe the thinking. You'll have a free opt-in, potentially a challenge, potentially a mini course, potentially a mid-ticket offer, and potentially a high-ticket offer. 90% of clients will will have had a high-ticket offer and are now trying to come at it from building up the bottom side of it so that they know the change that they want to help people achieve with their expertise, right? They've already been doing one-to-one coaching. They've already been doing high-ticket offers. High-ticket offer is you dedicating your specific time on a one-to-one level. So that's the high-ticket offer, right? But the problem is is that it's probably not at the price point that it should be in relativity to the other pieces that are on that journey of working with you. So if you're a course creator, you're a coach, you're an expert at something, you have worked with clients in some sort of capacity to help facilitate a change in their world, then you've had high ticket offer. You just don't consider it such at this point, but you've definitely had one-to-one clients. So take your one-to-one client and consider your most amazing, favorite, most loved client that you worked with. The results came that were just uh, life-changing results. The the changes that you would hope to see in them came about. And not because you weren't able to find them with other clients. You did, but they maybe weren't your favorite zones of change to be in, to facilitate, to help be a part of, right? And so the one-to-one client, consider your favorite. Let's call that person client A. And he or she is coming to you at that level five, you know, so we have the one is the free opt-in, five is the high ticket offer. So I don't want you to consider this as a funnel though. I want to break that ideology for you because a funnel is a very 
very salesy way of moving people through a sales process. And I understand in the business world that you do need to move people through a sales process, but not in a sales tactic way. You can do it organically and let it be natural and let them work with you through this method of a a changed ideal client avatar. Okay. So we're going to go to level five. We're talking about your favorite one-to-one client being at a level five. This is where they came to you at. I want you to consider who they were, why they came to you, why they decided to work with you. What was the obvious reason they came to work with you? What was the actual reason they came to work with you? And then what was the tangible outcome? What was that? And so if you go through this exercise, you can take even your top five or 10 clients and work through those to determine what that is. So you're going to break down who your ideal client avatar is at a one-to-one stage. Somebody you've worked with previously, and if you have not worked with anyone, side note here, if you have not worked with anyone in the one-to-one arena yet, go out there and try that. You need to experience bringing about change because it's going to help you realize that you have the capacity to do it. One, you have someone make a financial exchange, no matter what the price point is with you at that stage to you don't burn out because you're able to adjust as you work with that client. So you, instead of going out and diving straight into a group model or straight into, you know, a big, huge method of working with a ton of people at the same time, you will find yourself struggling inside of that if you don't have an idea of what your avatar is desiring and let them come to you at that point after you've created the thing instead of you going to them first and then trying to create the thing. You see how that the, the traditional ideal client avatar happens to work the wrong way? We need to come about it a different way. So speaking to the business owner out there listening that has had one-to-one clients, a level five client, high ticket offer client, and is able to go through the problem that they thought they had, why they came to work with you in the first place, what they they actually were struggling with, and then also what the tangible outcome was. So I want you to work through those things for a one-to-one client you've worked with that you loved, your favorites, you know, the top favorite ones, and they will come right to you. You'll be able to think of them immediately. So that is going to be your baseline. And from there, what I want you to do is I want you to consider that same client, but consider a phase that they are in prior to working with you in that one-to-one level, because they're going to have multiple stages that they went through, multiple areas that they went through inside of their navigation towards you. So when you have your level five, some common foundational questions are, what have they accomplished to get this far? What do they believe? And belief is a big, 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 important piece of this because there are growth components inside of that. What motivates them? What are they an expert in? And what do they do for their business? You know, so what it is that they are creating, what it is that they are growing, the business they are growing, you know, how do they work inside of that? What does it look like in the the, uh, platform of all things business for them? So here's the thing is that you will be able to have all of those answers. You'll be able to know who it is, plus a tangible results outcome piece of it, that they came to you knowing one thing, this is ultimately what needed to change, and this is ultimately what resulted from their work with you. Let's move this on, though. So consider you have a client 
the same possible client that you're thinking of that comes to you at, you know, let's say level two, a challenge. So inside of the challenge aspect of it, they're not near ready to be a one-to-one client, but what phase, what do they need to overcome at that particular phase, that challenge area, level two, what do they need to overcome at that point to be one step closer to being that ideal client avatar, that one-to-one that is a level five? What phase are they in for a level two? And then this is where you can actually hone in specifically on the challenge because we're using level two as a challenge. This is where you can actually hone in on making sure the outcome delivered in that challenge ultimately isn't just another thing to do in the online space and another contribution to the noise in the digital world, but delivers a shift, delivers an opportunity for them to change and move into a different phase, a better phase, a deeper phase of the journey that they have. And in integrity, I say this often, guys, in integrity, the way you want to close this loop, you leave the loop open by being able to close this loop, is that the shift that you bring about at any phase of your ideal client avatar working with you is ultimately the shift that is going to allow them to move on and never work with you again and have had some form of transformation. It may not be the full transformation that you know is possible for them, but it may be the transformation that they, the place that they are currently in at this particular moment in in their world. And so if they never came back to you again, you didn't leave them hanging open. You didn't leave them straight with no opportunity to close the loop and fulfill the, the opportunity for them to go forward with a transformation of some sort at some level you absolutely are able to close that loop for them. That's integrity. And that is what the online space lacks the most. We have a lot of noise, a lot of promises, a lot of opportunities for people to work with people, but we are used to the funnel method. And that's where I I hold issue with the very, very, very deeply disconnected upsell funnel method. And I don't love that method. And of course you heard me earlier mention that. So if you have a client come in at level two, she's he or she is still your ideal client avatar. They're just not at the progressed form of a level five, a one-to-one. Because if this ideal client avatar came to you and said, I want to pay your one-to-one fee and I want to work with you. The problem is you're going to have to back up on the steps that you give them in order for them to get to the point to be the proper one-to-one client at your level five, right? And that means that that's going to take them a little bit out of being able to have those shifts or those changes or those transformations in the time container that you are working with them. And so therefore, you the potential, you create a greater opportunity for them to not experience the full transformation because you had to back up. In integrity, the best thing that you could do at that point is you can direct them, even though they have the money to spend or they want to spend the money, in as an integrity standing business owner, you direct them towards the thing that you know, you're the guide, you're helping them navigate something that they are seeking, but they're attracted to you and your, how you show up in the world. But you, in integrity, ought to tell them that this is what they're ready for. They're not ready for that but you do have a solution for them. That's where the digital method works. That's where the digital product suites work. That's where we can be in integrity in this noisy, kind of gross, very spammy, up-salesy 
digital product space, which we all know exists out there. And I'm not making that up and I'm not knocking people for it. A lot of people try certain things, but they just don't understand. But you're aware, you're understanding, and you're listening to this because you know you want to authentically be in the space that brings about real change. This is how you do it. Your ideal client avatar is going to be a whole person just in different phases. So let's talk about maybe a mid-ticket offer client coming to you. What phase is that mid-ticket client offer meant to be? And what is, where is that ideal client for that mid-ticket offer? So when you have maybe someone that comes to your mid-ticket, maybe they came through having gone through your challenge and they're ready for your mid-ticket. Maybe they are able to accomplish that mid-ticket all on their own and then they're able to jump to your one-to-one and being able to have the results that your one-to-ones can have. Your ideal client avatar phase Let's remember, because it's not an isolated ICA, it's not an isolated ideal client avatar, it's a phase that the same ideal client avatar is in. So as you do that, as you move through, now there, this client comes to you at a level four, not a level five, not ready for that yet because there's something that is just missing. Most of the foundational pieces, which is what you're you know, level one, two, three, or level one and two, you know, however many levels that you have of working with different phases. Let's say that the foundational components exist. You can identify that those exist with your ICA. They just need to tie a few things together. They just need to round out that foundation just a little bit. There is only one piece or one shift or one transformation that allows them to come into the fulfillment of being that full business owner that they desire being. And then your level, your level five, of course, can take them through a different series of transformation. It's not the whole piece of it. Your level four mid-ticket offer, which is usually a full course, you know, around an eight-week course or such, but the full transformation course, this is designed to be in a group atmosphere, less one-to-one time with you. And the container of it still brings about the um, securing the foundational pieces so that they feel confident that they can move forward with it. And then your one-to-one piece of it is where you would absolutely take the missing, the slight shifts that they need to make more on a personal level, more on a, uh, a business owner level, a higher level of awareness. You're just taking all of those pieces and putting them together, but the foundation exists. So they're coming to you at different stages inside of those five levels uh, that I've given an example for today. They will come to you at the very early stage of awareness. So your level one, level two, your free offer or your challenge is about building awareness that the solution, the change exists. They're seeking, 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 but they cannot quite find what it is they're looking for. That's going to be your level one, level two offer. From there, they have the awareness. They come to you. It intrigues them. They feel deeply called that this is a a path that they're meant to go down. And you give them the opportunity to build the awareness and maybe a step towards it. That's what your early stage opportunities are. Your ideal client avatar then would go to the mid-ticket offer. Your level three ideal client avatar is going to already be aware and already be uh, open towards Having that shift and change and, and being the hero, they recognize they're the hero and they're looking for guidance. And so then it takes that awareness and puts it nicely together 
and a mid-ticket offer that is able to give them a fuller transformation with the foundation created underneath them so that they can move forward in their business world or whatever world that is they're creating that they're working with you on, that bigger container gives a fuller transformation in a very um, either group atmosphere or an independent atmosphere where they do a little bit more of the lessons or the modules that they can consume on their own. So it doesn't necessarily have to have the dedicated one-to-one piece of it. I want to caution just a little side note here. If you're going to give it as a bonus for one-to-one pieces inside of a level four, be careful. Just be careful. You will find yourself burning out. You will find yourself not uh, feeling validated in the transformation you created. That's a tendency inside of it to give more one-to-one time away inside of the level four, the mid-ticket offer, the eight-week course. You'll find yourself giving away more time there in order to ensure that they have the uh, the change that they're seeking. And that's a that's a missing mark on your end because then that means that you're not fully connected to the transformation that your mid-ticket offer, your course is meant to bring about. That is the missing piece there. And then that is why so many course creators and so many coaches that, that build knowledge-based opportunities to work with them find themselves um, burn out because they, they give away a ton of one-to-one time in order to ensure that a transformation happens because what they're doing is they're tweaking it for the individual person through the one-to-ones. Caution, caution, caution on that. Sit with that and work on that if that's something that you, if that's triggering you or you're feeling um, that there may be a possibility that that exists for you. So in doing all of these things, in creating your digital product suite, I want you to consider a reframe of your ideal client avatar. Take the ideal client avatar that you are already aware of, that you already know, that you have worked with on a high ticket, one-to-one possible scenario, individual, it means you and them, not you and a group, you and them. And you will be able to work towards who that person is. And then from there, you can back up to the prior phases. What were the steps? Create your digital product suite to be the steps, the levels that they needed to go through, the shifts, the changes that they needed to go through, and then create your stuff, your digital product suite to be according to the phases, but view your ideal client avatar in phases as a whole, not individual ideal client avatars for each separate part of the stage. Because if you don't, you will feel a disconnect between you and your business and what you offer the world. And you'll feel like you're going in multiple different directions. So that was a lot to digest guys. I get it. I get it. And I feel very passionately about shifting the possibility of what can be done in the digital product space to really deepen our purpose in life for our clients and for ourselves by fully helping people understand what that looks like, what that feels like, what the connection ultimately is, and how you can feel in integrity with authenticity and fulfilled in your purpose and calling by doing all of the above. So guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. I want you to definitely check the show notes to see the links of the posts that I was talking about that I was mentioning that dives into this as well. But also, if you have any questions on that, I always encourage you to reach out to me on Messenger. I answer every one of my Messenger messages. I am happy to have the conversation with you. I'm happy to help you build clarity around what it is you're doing and where you find yourself at this this particular moment in your business journey as well as your growth journey. And until we talk again, 
keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to the FemNation podcast. If you'd like to continue the conversation, have a no BS place to ask your business questions and connect with like-minded women entrepreneurs, join the Fem community, our free group on Facebook. And don't forget to check out the next 21 day challenge at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Let's crack the door to what's possible when you begin leading yourself first. If you love this show, subscribe and share it with a friend. If this episode impacted you, it would mean the world to me if you left a review so others know what's possible by listening. I'm already looking forward to the next episode with you.